Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, baby. Time to settle down. Settle down. Listen to the soothing sound. Oh yeah. Oh, cause this. Oh my god, this. Oh yeah, this. Oh yeah, this. Is on a roll. Hello and welcome back to On a Roll, where we take an unhealthy obsession in an actor's filmography. My name is Tom, and joining me as ever is... It's Emma. Hello, Tom. Hello. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. How are you? I'm alright, yeah. I feel, like, compelled to start every episode of this show with um, some sort of anecdote about my week. Um, And I'm clutching at straws because I've had quite a boring week, but something disgusting happened today that I could tell you about. Oh, go on. Pray do tell. (laughs) So, if you don't like mold, I suggest you skip a couple of minutes. <laughs> but um we have a drip tray in our coffee machine and I'm just not very good at remembering to clean it. And today I opened the drip tray and it was like it looked like the Grinch's back. Uh it you'd grown a new life form. Yeah, and it was like a blanket, like you could have picked you could have picked it out and almost like sewn with it. It was like a little blanket for maybe a rat. It was about that size. A blanket? For, how big's your drip tray? <laughs> quite big. It's quite big. It's like the size of um, like a Switch case for Nintendo. Oh, blimey. Little, it's like a, not a big rat, maybe a, a mouse. A little ratty blanket. <laughs> maybe a mouse blanket. But yeah, that was pretty gross. And then I did that thing where I poured it down the sink and you forget that mould is like... Solid. It's like solid, yeah, so then there was just a little rat blanket in the sink that wouldn't go down, so I was trying to like crush it down with um with a stick, so yeah. That's interesting to me that um that goes mouldy. What, coffee? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. It's not, not something that I, about that. that I think of as something that goes mouldy. Yeah, well, you clearly haven't left a mug in your room for long enough. Well, I don't drink coffee, so. Oh yeah, that's true, you don't drink coffee or tea, do you? I I drink the occasional tea. But do like, you say at work if someone offers to do a round of tea? Like, do you say no? I don't like tea. I say or go do you just fuck take yourself. <laughs> you say fuck you. Yeah, no, I get bullied at work for not drinking. Hot... Oh, you're weird, aren't you? You don't like hot drinks. Actually, Karen, no, I don't. When it's fucking fifty degrees outside, I don't need a fucking thermal nuclear warhead going off in my fucking chest. <laughs> Well, do you know what's funny? You've mentioned that. My dad is the biggest coffee whore in town. And um, he convinced me growing up that it cools you down to have a hot drink in the summer because you sweat more. (laughs) Which just to me sounds like you're just hotter. (laughs) So it's not an enjoyable experience then is what you're telling me. (laughs) In order to cool down, you must heat up. It makes me feel better in the long run. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) 
You're fucking dehydrating <laughs> yourself. Fucking addict. Yeah. yeah. I need it. Yeah. I need it. Honest. Just one more, please. I don't know why your dad's a northerner, northern man. Yeah, my dad doesn't sound like that. He's a brummy. Oh, dear. I need it. I, I don't know. Look, the voice just came out of me. I'm, I'm not in control of the voices that That's happen fine. when I do my the, impressions. Yeah, you just become possessed. Like, his eyes roll back into his head and it's like blackout mode. <laughs> I reckon you'll actually scare some people doing that. <laughs> <laughs> That's freaky. <laughs> Give me coffee. <laughs> I need the coffee. Oh, you just described me in the morning. Oh, dear God. Oh, good God. Right, good shall God. we explain what this actual podcast is about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not about mould. It's not about coffee. And it's not about the devil. It is about films. Um, in On a Roll, the podcast, Tom and I, me and Tom, choose one actor per season and we watch all of their filmography in order. So season one was all about Robert Pattinson. Season two was all about Ryan Gosling. And season three is all about Zoe Saldana. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and this week we have watched three more of her films. We have. Those three films being Blood Ties, Out of the Furnace... And Star Trek Into the Darkness. Into Darkness, Woo! not Into the Darkness. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And, yeah. Should we... It's, yeah. Should we kick it off with with old blood blood ties, bloody ties? Bloody ties, yeah. This, bloody um, ties. Just straight off the bat, I found this one too boring to even follow, but I, I tried my level best. Like, not to spoil the review, but I don't know what you thought of it. I found it quite quite the dull experience. It was quite boring. It was one of those... We It's interesting, actually, because two of the films this week were like this, but one of them was good and one of them wasn't. Yeah, I thought the exact same thing. Because I, I was watching it thinking, like, do am I finding this boring because, like, not a lot's happening and... Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. am I just have I just been programmed now to just enjoy fast paced, schlocky, shit action films? And I, <laughs> I, like, I need, need I just need my attention filling every five seconds. Yeah, no, but, but it's just not the case. Um, so, Blood Ties, um, set in New York. <laughs> I fucking knew you were going to do that, and I'm so glad you did. In the 1970s. Um, yeah. But in- interestingly, this is an English language adaptation of ah, a French film. I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, by Jacques Maliot. Uh, I see. Wonderful. Um, which starred Guillaume Canet, who's the director of this film, in the role mm-hmm. played by Billy Crudup in Blood Ties. Wow, that's so wow. He, he played the brother who's a policeman. <laughs> got you. Okay, I've got you. And he you. directed yeah. this film with with the moustache. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Whose name is Billy Crudup? An excellent moustache. A moustache. Your question. So, so I yeah. just want to say quickly: Have you played a way out the video game? Oh yeah, yeah. The guy looks like the guy from it, right? Yeah. Th- no, every guy in this film looks like he should be in that game. They all kind of look. <laughs> So they all kind of look the same. <laughs> I also got that I was getting like um, Nathan Drake and his brother like vibes yeah. off them. Do you know what I mean? Totally. Yeah, it's the same similar dynamic, isn't it? Like one yeah. of them's a bit of a do-gooder, one of them's a bit of a bit of a rogue. 
so yeah, there's there's two brothers. One of them's a policeman, a quap, if you will, and the In other New York. the other has just got released from prison. Yeah, for manslaughter, I believe. Mm-hmm. Man's but laughter. But he's gonna go straight. He's gonna go clean. But then he inevitably returns to a life of crime, and it just gets away from him. And yeah. his love is is won and lost. And um, it's fairly formulaic in that sense. I felt, um, but just nothing fucking happens. No, and like for so, two it had hours, so much potential. Like the the druggy wife, there was so much potential for her to like fly off the handle or something interesting to happen, and and nothing did. She was just a miserable bitch, and nothing came of it. <laughs> She's also the um, partner of the director. Oh, interesting. Marion. Um, I really like her as an actress. The cast, that's the thing. The cast of this film was great, so I kind of expected more. Something. <laughs> yeah. Anything. Anything. Give me anything, please. I'm dying of thirst. <laughs> um, and yeah, he like tries to go straight. He's married to this woman who's a prostitute. They get divorced. He mm-hmm. starts working at like a car rental place or whatever, and he bumps into Mila Kunis. Yeah, the return of Mila Kunis into the Zoe Saldana universe, but into no the Zoe Saldana fold. No scissoring this time, or fingering, or <laughs> or anything else. Any lesbianism? Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that's the term. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they like get together, and then he's gonna buy this food stand but then he gets done over so you know the only reasonable thing to do is to burn it to the ground and then he, <laughs> he starts uh he starts um he starts uh, robbing places and then his brother yeah. gets gets onto him for that and then his brother previously went out with zoe saldana mm-hmm. but now she's with some new guy who then at the beginning he like arrests for drug dealing sends to prison and then because he's bumped into her again, he's like, oh, I, I still love you. I still love I you, still baby. I love you, Zoe. And she's like, oh, well, you didn't want to be with me before because of racism. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you want to be with mm-hmm. me now? And he's like, yeah, I do. So she decides to dump the guy who's in prison and get with him. And then this basically comes to a head and causes issues <laughs> when he is released from prison yeah, um, and tries to hunt down Billy Crudup and... He's like they're trying to escape the city, and his brother his brother is uh, still doing crime, but he like tries to he tries to like warn the ex boyfriend away from him, but then yeah. he inadvertently causes him to know that he's running away from the city and where to find him, and then the film ends with his brother chasing him down onto the train track, running away from the police because he's about to get arrested for a crime that he's committed, yeah, and Billy Crump's about to get on the train. And the guy's about to shoot him just before he gets on the train, but then his brother kills him and his brother's arrested. And Yeah, that I mean, for me, that was the best part of the film because it, it all kind of came together and it was the really end. quite cool the way they did it. Like, you hear the gunshot and then you see what he's done and it's like he's allowing himself to be arrested again and go back to prison, you know, to do, kind of do the right thing, I guess. Um, but I don't think it was worth the two-hour onslaught of boredom no. to get to that point. <laughs> I remember being an hour in and being like, I so like I read the synopsis. I was so bored. I read the synopsis 
on Wikipedia, I, I did the exact I was same like, thing. I must have missed something. <laughs> yeah, Literally, me the too. synopsis on Wikipedia is about four sentences long. Yeah. So I knew yeah. exactly what was going to happen, <laughs> and I was like, "There's still an hour left, and all of this is like these two lines have still got to happen. What the fuck is mm-hmm. like? How are they going to drag this out for another hour?" And they yeah. they bloody managed it. They did. And I'm finding out it's an adaptation of a French film. Makes so much sense. I don't know sense. if this is offensive to say, but it just makes so much sense to me. Yeah, and the thing is, I can guarantee you, me being the wanker that I am, if I'd watched a French version, I probably would have enjoyed it because I expect it from French films. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's just like, oh. Uh, it was. So bad. Yeah, it, it was a good idea, poorly executed. Well, here's the thing, right? with these adaptations just if the first one's if the original's good just let people leave watch it that alone. yeah just you know leave it I mean? alone well it's like um this like hollywood's obsession with making american versions of foreign films like they are obsessed isn't there that one with mads mickelson that did really well at the oscars yes um, like another round it's called or something yeah 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 where he's a teacher with a drinking problem yeah or yeah, yeah yeah and they're remaking that with leonardo dicaprio I love Leo, but leave it alone. It's like, um, what's his name who did Parasite? Um, Boon Jong? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boon? Sorry sorry to that guy. Uh, It's like him, when he accepted his Oscar, he was like, um, you guys are missing out on so many incredible films because you can't be asked to read like a one-inch bar of text while you watch a film. And it's so fucking true. I watch everything with subtitles anyway, so I don't know why I don't watch more. Do you know what I mean? But Yeah, I mean, I'll admit, like, it's not my first port of call to go and watch a foreign film, but I've seen a ton that I love, including Parasite. And, I mean, I'm a horror fan, I know you're not, but, like, Swedish horror, next level. Next level fuckery. Love well, that sw- shit. Swedes are pretty scary as a food stuff. <laughs> um, For God's sake. Mark Wahlberg was originally cast in the lead role but dropped out due to scheduling conflicts do you think it would have been better with mark Wahlberg? um no (laughs) i don't (laughs) um and that's not just because i'm not really a fan of him i just don't think it would have made a difference no i love marion cole what's her name the french one and she she didn't do anything either so yeah see i'm trying to think what i've seen her i know that i've seen her in stuff and i i don't think i've ever liked her in anything I think she always plays a mean character, that, though. I liked her in that movie with Brad Pitt where she played the spy. You see that one? That movie that one? with Brad Pitt where she yeah, was yeah, a yeah. spy. Yeah, you know that one? <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. That, that good old film. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Allied. Majiggy. That's the one. What, sorry? Allied. Allo- no, I didn't see that one. Oh, it's really good. You should watch it. World War Two. You say Brad Pitt's in it? Yeah, yeah. And you say she's a spy? Yeah. I'm sold. <laughs> Are you being sarcastic? Yeah, yeah. No. I don't know it's what good. I was doing. I don't know what I was doing there. I don't know what I was doing. Tom's there. Tom's gone do lally because he had a long day at work. Had a long day at work. <sighs> um It's been a hard day's day. <laughs> what? <laughs> um I've not already got much else to say about it. I've just got No, everyone looks like the characters from a way out and it's not good. Oh, I've got four notes. All right, right? go. That's, I just sat... I Can I be completely honest? I sat on my phone for a lot of this film. <laughs> um, t- 
take your turkey and shove it up your ass. Mm. I've got that as a quote. Missed that um, one, I think. I think that was near the beginning. <laughs> when you were paying when attention. When I was paying attention. It must yeah, be because yeah. my next one is that Mila Kunis is in it, but Autocorrect has changed it to Mild Kunis. <laughs> <laughs> Not too uh, spicy. Getting getting Drake Bros feels from this. Mm, yeah. And then that. Strange Freeze Frame at the end. Oh, Oh my god, I've just dribbled. You just dribbled <laughs> at the freeze frame. Yeah, it was um just the back of the brother's head. Yeah, he turns like, he half why? turns away and then it why? freezes on the back of his head. It's fucking stupid. Strange. So my two notes were so boring. And then on another line, everyone looks way too Italian. Everyone looks way too Italian. I think that's probably racist. Probably. Possibly. But I put it anyway. And I'm Almost all about certainly. transparency, so, yeah. We, we might be racist, but at least we're open about it. <laughs> is, that a, is that a good thing? I mean, it works for Boris thing. Johnson, right? <laughs> yeah, we're coming for you, Boris. D- we're going to be the undoing of Boris Johnson. <laughs> we, are, we, are, we are not racist. Right, should we, should we give it a rating? Yeah, let's give it a rating. Uh, if you've not listened to us before, then our rating system is based on our actor's name. So when we did Robert Pattinson, it was a shat on the back or a pat on the back. Mm-hmm. When we did Ryan the Goosey Gosling, it was a juicy goosey or a loosey goosey. And with Zoe Saldana, who we haven't spoken about at all in this film, because she yeah. doesn't really do a lot, um, it is Zoe Saldana or Zoe Saldana. Yeah! <laughs> Let's go, Saldana or Noe Saldana. Uh-huh. Um, or alternatively, we do a pun based on the name of the film. Um, blood, blood ties. Shite. Or crud ties. Oh, good. Yeah, good. that's right. Yeah, it was crud ties. Yeah, it was It was Zoe Saldana. Nah. Yeah, agreed. Um, just so long. So long. <laughs> so long and nothing happened. Now, from one film that was so long and nothing happened to another film that is also long and barely anything happens. Uh-huh. Um, Out of the Furnace. Yes. Great film. Yeah, I... I don't know what's different about it, but it's just good. As you, as you know, I only watched this last night when Tom and I, me and Tom and our friends got home from the pub... And I was thinking, oh my God, watching a film quite late, I'm probably going to be flagging a bit and not that interested. Gripped. I was gripped. Gripped. Gripped, gripped to the telly until half past midnight. Couldn't take my eyes off it. Loved it. Had a bit of a, um, what's it called? Place it, Beyond the Pines. N- no. So oh. the, I felt the first, I felt um, Blood Ties was a Place Beyond the Pines type jobby. Mm, mm. But shit. Mm-hmm. This felt a bit like um, that one with Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson. Oh, um, third, three, three, no. Mm, who? Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. <laughs> I mean, it gave me that as well. Um, um, what was it, Tom? We loved it. What was that it. film? It was our number one Robert Pattinson film, and we can't fucking remember Let it. Let me get my list, and I'll tell you. Um, um, oh, come on. What's it called? Devil All the Time. It's Devil All the Time. Devil All the Time. <laughs> Devil, or I'm so with you. It gave me similar texture for sure. So we should probably explain what the film's about. Um, yeah, C- Christian Bale, second appearance on the podcast. Uh-huh. Um, he lives in like a small town. 
He's just a small town girl working in, in a, a working world. in a steel mill, <laughs> in a furnace. Yeah. Um, so you know the furnace is also it's literal and metaphorical. God, I love it. Um, he also learned to operate a furnace for the film and didn't use oh. a double for any of the scenes inside the steel mill. That's cool. Respect that. Yeah. So he lives there. He's got a brother played by Casey Affleck. I did not know that was Casey Affleck. Did you not? No, I didn't know. I don't think I've ever seen him before. Or maybe I have, but I just didn't know. And, uh, f- well, I don't think the father's dead at the beginning, actually. Sorry. Spoilers. He's he's <laughs> with Zoe Saldana. Yeah. Um, You know, in her t- stereotypical love interest role. Yeah. And his brother is in a bit of debt, like gambling, but in a bit mm-hmm. of a debt. A bit, a bit of debt to a local, like, dodgy man. A local Willem. Willem Dafoe. So <laughs> I, I was telling you about this. So yeah. Christ, Christian Bale was in this film, and I was like, oh, my God, Christian Bale. He's worked with Ryan Gosling, which I'm, su- I'm sure we've had actors that have crossed over before, but I don't know why it struck me on this. And I was it like, just clicked for some and reason. And I was like, oh, Christian Bale, he's worked with Ryan Gosling. That means that... Zoe Saldana and Ryan Gosling, while they've not appeared in any films together, they've got like one degree of separation with an actor between them. That's crazy. I wonder if we could link all three actors that we've done so far together. And I was like, what has Robert Pattinson been in with someone that's been in something with one of these two? And I was like, oh, I guess like Zoe Saldana's technically been in a film with Tom Holland and Tom Holland was in a film with Robert... No, and Tom Holland is possibly going to be in the new Spider-Man with Willem yes. Dafoe. Yes, It's I've since worked out that Tom Holland would be the link, <laughs> um, which is you stu- got there. stupidly logical. You took the scenic route, but you got there. But I, I was just so focused on Willem Dafoe because I was like, I thought of the lighthouse, and I was like, so yeah, if if she, yeah, if Willem Dafoe is in the next Spider-Man film, then that would be crazy. Yeah. Lo and behold, Willem Dafoe shows up in this film, and I was like, "Well, that's that that loop closed for me." <laughs> well, but, that's that case closed. But Tom Holland was enough anyway. But um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's in debt to him, and then mm-hmm. Christian Bale accidentally kills a family in a road cl- collision accident while he's drunk, so he goes to prison for a bit. Yeah, not great. Uh, not great that, form. During that time, Zoe leaves him for Forrest Whitaker, who is the like the local policeman. And their father dies, and I believe Casey Affleck joins, like, the Navy or the military or something. I think, yeah, he goes to, like, Iraq or something. Yeah, and gets a bit of PTSD. Yeah. You know, a nice tan and a bit of PTSD. Just a handful. (laughs) Yeah, a little sprinkle. Um, It's the best kind. You know, a little little smattering of P. There's a P, there's a T, there's an S, there's a D. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's not great when he's describing it, is it? I thought, and, fucking uh, hell. He starts doing a bit of bare-knuckle fighting to make his money because he owes Willem Dafoe this debt still to pay yeah. back his debt to him. Yeah. And when uh, old Chrissy gets out the... the What do they call it? The clink? The nick. The nick. That, oh, yeah. The clink, the nick. The nick. He's like, yo, bro, <laughs> you need to stop doing the fighting, yeah? You yeah, you need stop to stop. It, yeah? It's bad for you. You're going to die. Just because come work in the mill with me, yeah, fam. Dodgy fucking Woody Harrelson's going to set you up to die. So Casey Affleck's like, yo, Willem, 
bro, I hear there's this like super duper fighting club up the road in the Appalachian. Mm-hmm. And, he, and William Defoe's like, you want no fucking part of that Sonny Jim. Sonny Jim. Because they're all <laughs> rednecks and they're inbred. And yeah, they're fucking mental. Tell. And they will kill you. And he's mm-hmm. like, nah, nah, nah. It'll be a big job. It'll pay off my debt and then I'll go straight fam. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. Tom is I'm, basically quoting this word for word, by the way. Like, no paraphrasing whatsoever. I'm, this I'm is Willem, exactly what happened. I'm Willem Big Balls Defoe, so we'll go up to Woody <laughs> Harrelson. And we'll we'll go, yo, yo give a fight. Geez. Yo, c- cash me outside. And um, so they go up and do it. He fights. And Casey yeah. Affleck nearly doesn't throw the fight like he's supposed to, but he does. And then Woody Harrelson's like, okay, Willem, thanks for doing that for me. Where's the money that you owe me? And Willem's like, no, 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 no. The the thing that I was doing for you was I was letting you, I was giving you my best fighter for this fight. And he's yeah. like, oh, right, yeah, no, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I got you, Willem. Yeah, no worries, bro. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, okay, that's not what happened. Yeah, uh, no. On, as they're driving home, they get jumped by all the rednecks. Yeah, uh, they shocker. They immediately kill um, Willem Dafoe and then they drag Casey Affleck Sad. out into the woods and batter him for a bit and then Casey Affleck says the wrong thing and they shoot him in the head. But uh, while all this is going on, they've accidentally butt-dialed the local bartender. So, As you do. I do it all the time. Yeah, and it goes, straight to, it goes straight to answer phone. So they leave a nice answer phone message with their location and who they've been talking to and all this. So Chrissy Bale... Um, he pulls up and he's like, word, I hear what you did, yo, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> I ain't ever going to stop loving you, bitch. <laughs> um, no, he says, I'm not having this, bitch. Bitch. <laughs> and he, he rocks up to the drug dealer's house and is like, yo, where's this motherfucker? Mm-hmm. Um, but then he gets caught by the local police and they're like, you better get out of town, otherwise you're going to get me. Yeah, I'm giving you one chance next. to get away. You only get one you. shot. And he then goes back to Willem Dafoe's house, uh, finds the number for Woody Harrelson anyway, which I don't know why he didn't do initially. Says, I can give you all Makes your money sense. that Willem Dafoe owes you if you come meet me at this bar. So Woody Harrelson shows up, sabotages it, his idiot. van, shoots him. And then the longest, like, vengeance death scene that you've ever seen. I'm not going to lie, I loved it. <laughs> he shoots him, lets him crawl off a bit. He's just, like, literally just following him shoots through him fields in the leg. as he's, like, yeah. crawling away. Shoots uh-huh. him again and again. <laughs> and then Forrest Whitaker catches up with Christian Bale. He's like, stop, man, stop, you need to stop. Stop, uh, stop, I can't help like, you if you shoot him. Woody Harrelson's, like, walked a fair bit off and then he raises his gun, shoots him in the head, kills him. And that's, like, mm-hmm. the end of the film, pretty much. Um, it went hard. It went real hard. But it was just really good. It was, yeah. I feel like all the characters were interesting in their own way. Like, the film opens with Woody Harrison's horrible character in a drive-in movie with one of his bitches, I assume his girlfriend, but you never know. Mm. And you can tell straight off the bat he's abusive and he, like, basically makes her deep throat a hot dog. It's very strange. Because he, like, chokes a bit on his hot dog, doesn't he? Yeah. And she's like, ha that's funny. She like laughs like, ha yeah. Like, and then he's like, give me a hot bitch. dog. Yeah. Give me that Y'all think that's funny? Give me a hot dog. And then he makes her like, yeah, <laughs> suck it. Um, yeah. And then he beats her a bit. It's not great. 
Um, and I was like, no. One of my notes is, I hate it when Woody Harrelson plays a bad guy with like the slanty face emoji. Well, he, after filming, he went up to the director, Scott Cooper, and hugged him and said, I have never wanted to shed a character so badly in my life. He is vile. He's a revolting character, which, again, yeah, Woody Harrelson's one of my faves, and it, it it's sad seeing him in such a slimy role, but he's just fantastic. Slimy. Also, my other note is that Willem Dafoe looks so good with a tan, like so much better, so much bit Holiday in the Barbados. He looks so good, Barbados. honestly. Barbados <laughs> compared to what we um, probably last watched him in, which was the lighthouse. Where I mean, words fail me <laughs> to describe him in that. <laughs> He's just pure chaos in that film. Pure chaos. Oh my god. Um, But yeah, it was really bloody good. Really bloody good. Was quite bloody as well. What a guy. Oh, one of my notes is Christian Bale is just so good. He's so fucking good, right? Like just all, just just every little thing that he does, you know, little just little little cheeky little character moments, little bit of acting. The, the, yeah. the relationship the relationship between him and Casey Affleck is really good like I feel like a lot of those scenes those scenes almost felt like improvised mm. a little bit like yeah. just a little bit of back and forth between both of them is really yeah oh, it's just, the, um, just so the good the scene where um, he's got out of prison and he goes and finds Zoe where she's um, looking after some kids presumably at the school she works at and um, he that kind of takes off on a walk. That was the scene that made me write the note. He's, that he's so yeah, good. Yeah, um, she sort of smiles at him and then she looks a wee bit concerned and you're thinking, oh, is she going to be like, you're in prison, I don't want to be with you. And then they have this really sweet walk together and he's like, look, I want to be with you. I want to make this work. Let's do this. I love you. And then she doesn't say anything. She just tells him that she's pregnant and that's when he finds out that she's with someone else. And it is heartbreaking because he just grabs her and he's like, I'm so happy for you. You're going to be a great mom. And they're both crying. And then he like puts his head on the side of the rail and just starts crying. And I was like, this is too much. And then it it fades. It fades beautifully. The next shot of him stood where he had his car crash and he killed the family. And he's like, fuck, oh, what have I done yeah. to my life? What have I done, sweet Jesus? What have I done? Oh, God, I got goose pimples. Now, this film was uh, produced by, uh, or co-produced by Leonardo DiCaprio and Ridley Scott. Ju- what What a lineup! Well, originally, Leo was attached to play the lead and Ridley Scott was going to direct, but they ended up just staying on as producers. I'm so glad. But I'm origi- so glad. originally, it was um, a film called The Low Dweller. Hmm. And that was a script written by Brad Inglesby. And then Scott Cooper, who ended up directing it, he like loved the story but rewrote it um, ah. and put some of his own life experiences, um, notably growing up in Appalachia and losing oh. a sibling at an early age. Oh, wow. Into the script. And also, yeah. he, when he wrote it, he promised Christian Bale that he could play the lead. But then Christian Bale was busy, so they held off on making the film. And then when Christian think... Bale's schedule cleared up, they were like, let's fucking do it. And this was the first film that Christian Bale was in after completing the Dark Knight trilogy. Hmm. Well, I think it was a good choice to wait for him because you know I'm a Leo super fan, but Christian Bale brought 
a certain darkness to it that I don't a cert- think. Certain je ne sais quoi. A certain, uh, you say, je ne sais quoi. I'll tell you what else it gave me vibes of. Go on. Um, I'm all about vibes. Like, this is the kind of film. What actually, first of all, what I liked about it was, it's like a reve- It turns into like a revenge film slash thriller. Yeah, yeah. But there's, it's not heavy on action, and it waits for like the last maybe hour, forty mm-hmm. minutes to do all of that. This could just as easily been a Liam Neeson film. Yeah. And just been like an old man going on a rampage. Do you know what I mean? Like it reminded yeah. me of that. What's that one where he's an ice trucker and his like son's oh, killed? Do you know I what can't I mean? remember what it's called. Cold but Vengeance I know, I, or something stupid I have like that. seen it. It's not. And then do you know what? Good. I went on Netflix the other day and there's another Liam Neeson film. It's either Netflix or Amazon. Another Liam Neeson film in which he plays an ice trucker. And I was like... On, on the road for revenge or whatever. It's like... Yeah. Is that is that just his niche now? He's gone from like his but taking action star Liam Nishan. Um <laughs> his his action star to now he's just an ice trucker. Is that the sequel to Pop Star to Opera Star? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Action star action star to ice trucker. <laughs> I'd watch it. Get um Sylvester Stallone on there, driving should, big they lorries. They do that, like um, <laughs> a reality, a celebrity reality reality show, like Strictly, but it's ice truckers. <laughs> I can't tell you what I'd give to see like Jedward ice trucking. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god, John! <laughs> oh my god, John! You're going too fast. Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> As they fucking drive to their death, because like, I think <laughs> ice trucking is quite a dangerous. Yeah. Endeavor. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, we've given it all this praise, um, but it unfortunately failed to make back its twenty-two million dollar budget. I'm not surprised because I hadn't heard of it, and if I haven't heard of it, that means it well, that's it then. Well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I am the be all and end all. If you didn't go and see it, success. then did it actually even come out? I mean, I mean, I do go and see every fucking thing that comes into our local cinema. So if I haven't seen it, yeah, then but a problem. I feel like at the, the time this came out, that wasn't the case. Was this 2013? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even yeah, know if like Cineworld Unlimited or Odeon Limitless, is that the right one? Were I was a student, a so I could only afford to go to the cinema like once a year to see the big ones like Harry Potter and stuff. And to buy a single granule of popcorn. <laughs> Just one pop. <laughs> and nibble it for the entire film. But Suck it, on it's it. It's melted within one mouthful. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking disgusting. Just sucking, sucking oh. on a, a kernel of popcorn. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I feel sick. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh,. Oh dear, I've not got much, again, not got much else to say, it's just really good, just... Yeah, please give it a watch, it's really good, lovely, lovely little drama come thriller, with some great performances. A lovely little drama come thriller, (laughs) that's a different genre. (laughs) (laughs) I think um, you've been watching the wrong film. Um, (laughs) What website did, what link did I send you? X hamster. Oh, oh, you just oh, revealed shit. something about yourself there. I tell <laughs> you. Um, <laughs> oh, good oh, lord. Dear. Stop it. Right, should we give it a bloody rating? Sorry, I'm just trying to think of a porn title 
for um, out of the furnace. Out of her um, niece. Um, out out of my asshole. No. Anyway, yeah. Let's give it a rating before we yeah. get into the dirty depths of our brains. Um, <laughs> yeah. I thought um, it was um, uh, Zoe Saldana. Yeah. I feel the same way. Zoe Saldana. Yes. No. That means then we shall move swiftly onto Star Trek mm-hmm. into darkness. Um, was that the Star Trek theme tune? Yeah, it was, but I've just spat all over my phone. Uh, oh Christ! Yeah, wow. Fuck. What was that? That was that was something. There's that. the one I did, and then there's the one that goes. That's what I was aiming for, but I don't know it well enough. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh, that's right. See, that's the one that I thought you were doing initially. That's why I was confused by what you no, said. No, the one I was doing was... I can't do it now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. My trumpets ran out. Oh, Christ. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My trumpets expired. My trumpets, My trumpets run out of juice. Charlene! Charlene! <laughs> the old trumpet has <laughs> run out of juice, I tell you. What have I told you? Before yeah. I get on the old trumpet, you got to give it a bit of juice, Charlene. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know what happened there. Help! It hurts. <laughs> Oh dear! Don't do it again. I can fucking <laughs> see that you're gonna do it again. Don't do it again. I hope she's juiced his trombone. <laughs> you know what that barrel's like. She, she rides his trombone till it's dry. I need to open the window. I'm so hot. Oh god! Right, Star Trek. <laughs> It's good. I like. <laughs> I like it. See, we had this debate briefly yesterday at the pub. Oh god! You made the bold claim mm. that this is the best new Star Trek film. I've since, I've since changed my mind. <laughs> I regret to inform you that I have <laughs> since changed my mind. I think, I think the third one is the best. Beyond, yeah, yeah cool. I, I was mistaken. I don't think this is better than the first though. Do not. I will Are you say three that. one two? Yeah. Nice, nice. I think I'm a, I'm a three two one. I'm just gonna say it. I'm a three two. I one. think the first one is a good swashbuckling, uh, bit of a rip roaring adventure. I think the mm. third one is just it's just fun. Bang tidy, bang tidy. Just a bit of fun. Yeah. Um, some good star trekking about. They're trekking all over the place in the third one. I mean, we are going to get onto that in future weeks, but the second mm. one is just a. I think takes itself a little bit too seriously. Mm, maybe. Um, and also, ha- they tried to do the thing where they were like, we're not going to do Khan, but we're going to do Khan. And they mm. like they tried to like hide the fact that it was Khan. Right, yeah. And 
when they it's, were like, oh, his name is whatever, and then they're like, his real name is Khan, and yeah, you had to be like, <gasps> but in in what? the in all the promo for it, like the lead up to the film coming out, I remember the speculation of like, but Benedict Cumberbatch is just going to be Khan, though, isn't he? And they like mm. proper went in on, no, it's not, it's not. He's a an original character, blah blah mm. blah. blah. And then there's the moment in the film where he reveals that he's Khan, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And there's there's like a moment where it's like, I am Khan. Right, yeah. And like I've said before, I'm not a Star Trek fan. I only know... But I only know who Khan is because I've read up on it. Do you know right, what I mean? Okay. So like, if enough. you've gone into this... Maybe fi- you have a different perspective in that case, maybe. If you, if you go into this film not knowing Star Trek... Which mm. like I think the I think the first film got a lot of people on board with yeah. it. Like I'd never watched Star Trek. I watched the first one, was like, yeah, loved it, great. I come into the second one. I am Khan. And you're like, why do I care? Who? Okay, Who? And also, fair enough. Also, why do the characters care? Yeah. They literally have to get in Lena Nimoy again to explain to the people like me who Khan is. Yeah, I think from your perspective that makes complete sense and i agree with what you're saying i think for me as someone who grew up with it and the wrath of khan is my second favorite star trek film ever so i was like oh my god origin story we love to see it and i was like this is like really cool from my perspective but i do think yeah if you're not a pre-existing star trek fan it probably just seems a bit cheesy yeah and like why is this happening kind of thing well and like like i say that that moment where he reveals that to Kirk, that just yeah. means nothing to him in the story. It's like in... Um, yeah, he's just like, oh, right, okay. <laughs> it's like in um, Spectre, which they yeah. did again. They were like, um, what's his face? Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's his name? The actor. Um, uh, wait, which one? <laughs> he plays Blofeld. Um, it's the guy from Inglorious Bastards. Oh, it's annoying me. But anyway, they cast him and they were like, no, he's not Blofeld though. He's not Blofeld. He's not Blofeld. And then in the film, he's like, I am Blofeld. Yeah, and okay. Then, like, I'm, I have more of an understanding of who that is, but mm. I still felt like, well, yeah, it was obvious that I, I would rather just own the fact that, yeah, we've got Blofeld. Because also, yeah. again, to James Bond, that means fuck all. Christoph Waltz. That's his name. Fucking hell. We're not on good form today. No, we're really not. <laughs> yeah, no, I completely agree with what you're saying, and it makes sense. I think... I would feel the same if I was you. So yeah, and it, interestingly, I do know what you mean. Uh, Star Trek veterans George Takei to rhyme with toupee, mm-hmm. and Nicholas Mayer, who directed mm-hmm. Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan, yeah. were not fans of this interpretation. Do you know what? It's interesting, isn't it? And like my, I told you yesterday, my dad hates this one of the three. He likes the other two, and he just mm. can't stand this one. And I think it's probably for similar reasons to why like George Takei don't don't like it but I'm just a bit I'm just a bit of a corny bastard and I'm a sucker for an origin story but I don't I also don't think it's that good of an origin story no I think all, if we saw maybe him with thing. his crew with the crew that would have been cool but it's kind yeah. of like you already assume a lot of what's happened maybe yeah, and yeah. yeah the magic blood is just a bit which just... I forget who wrote it but the guy who wrote this he also wrote I think it's like the amazing spider-man 2 which also features magic blood they're just mad an- for it. There's another Fucking film mad for it. that's got magic yeah. blood in the plot as the plot, and he wrote it as well. And it's just like, come on. What I find new. quite funny is like I think of Khan in this interpretation as like a bit of a Steve Rogers kind of almost superhuman, but like Benedict Cumberbatch just looks like such a 
dweeb. He's so, doing like, such a funny face. He's doing something really with his up. face. Do you he's know like, what? He's like, I can't even do yeah, it. But his mouth yeah. is like, he's smiling, but it's like, yeah, it's at the like same he time. looks like he's just sucked a really bitter lemon. That's what he looks like. And I, I don't find him overly convincing as a threatening character. But then if you see the original Khan, he does just, for me, yeah. I just wanted to give him a cuddle. Well, he looks like your granddad. If, if I said to you that J.J. Abrams pitched the this version of Khan to Benedict Cumberbatch as a combination of three famous villains, could you try and name them to me? Like fictional... Fictional villains, yeah. So from film as well. From film. Oh my God, no. That's... So, oh, that's hard. Apparently one of them in... Largely inspired the interrogation scenes between Kirk and um, Khan. Oh, I bet one of them's Christian Bale from American Psycho. <laughs> it's not. No, no. Is it not? You're, you're close I'm with with a film that Christian Bale's in. Uh, the Joker. Yeah. So. Ah, okay. A combination of the Joker from The Dark Knight, and apparently that heavily influenced the interrogation scenes. You know, the scene where I would have said the the next one more inspired it. Okay. But apparently they've gone with the Joker thing. Hannibal Lecter from The Silence of the Lambs. So behind the glass. Behind the glass, yeah. 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 Fair enough. And then Jack Torrance from The Shining. I didn't get that at all. Yeah. Not at all. And I'm a huge fan of that film. Huge fan. Okay. Fine. Yeah. Whatever. And having having watched it, I was like, "Mm, I don't. I get maybe the Hannibal Lecter thing, but Mm. also. I think my other problem with this film. It just takes so long to get going. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, uh, I, I just feel like there's a lot of faff. A lot of faff. I like the twist of um, the Marcus being the bad guy. I always enjoy that twist. See, that is good. I do enjoy a Starfleet The captain of shit. the captain. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I enjoy that because it's like, you just don't expect it, I don't think. I See, I do a bit now... I think at the time that would have been a good twist. Yeah, but yeah. Have, having watched um, like Star Trek Discovery, I think there's a bit more of yeah, Starfleet's a bit corrupt in it and shit. Oh but yeah, that's the stuff Hugely. that I like because I think, yeah, I'm into that shit. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I think, think I think they, can be I, a bit controversial with Star Trek fans from yeah. an outside perspective because they're like Starfleet, Starfleet has to be this like, beacon of hope. Yeah. Pure utopian, yeah, and I, th- I, I think but I do like a, cor- I do like a corrupt organization. God, don't we all? I mean, we live amongst a corrupt government, so it's just like real life. You know, like a bit, a bit of a corrupt Hydra infiltrated Shield. I love um, that. Love. In Doctor Who, Time Lords being a bit dodgy. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, sign me up, big boy. I. I enjoy the scene where they take Uhura to the Klingon zone and she gets to speak to them in Klingon. But then I do think that feeds into what you said earlier about you can't entirely appreciate that without having prior knowledge of all the different aliens and stuff in Star Trek. Because it's like, oh my God, we're going to the Klingon zone. They're going to fucking kill us. And it's just like, we don't even know who they are. It's interesting you should bring that up because that itself is an in-reference the Klingon bit because mm-hmm. an Ahura being able to speak Klingon mm-hmm. because in the original Wrath of Khan uh, or it might be one of the other Star Trek films they go and meet the Klingons and Ahura yeah. can't speak Klingon and the actress who played her like massively protested this and was like no she would be able to speak Klingon so in this yeah. film they made her able to speak Klingon 
I do like that because that it's a new time that. because it's a new timeline. She can do that. Yeah, um, the Kelvin timeline. Anything can happen. There's also there's loads of in jokes or in references as well in this. That so like Chekhov is made to be an engineer, mm-hmm. right? And apparently, this is an in joke to the fact that in the original Wrath of Khan, um, Khan recognizes Chekhov, but in the original story that Khan appeared in, Chekhov wasn't in the wasn't actually on the Enterprise crew yet. So like nerds <laughs> have made their own headcanon that. Um, Chekhov was actually like working in engineering at the time, um, and Khan ran into him off screen. So like yeah. that's why they made him. Yeah. I was like, this is all stuff that I've read up. Obviously, I don't know this because I'm not a Star Trek fan. But, yeah. Um, Do you? I feel like maybe then this film just went a bit too far with like the fan service side of things. I, th- I think I think they went. Yeah, they went balls to the wall on it because I think the first one mm. did so well, which I I don't blame them for doing. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Like, I'm a Star Wars fan, so, like, when they do the really nerdy shit on Star Wars, I'm there for mm-hmm. it. You're mad but, for it. And, like, I guess all the things that I've criticised here about the, like, no one knows who that character is or whatever, mm-hmm. they did a lot in, like, The Mandalorian Season 2. Oh, yeah. So, so there was, a, like, a lot of, there's this character from The Clone Wars, but, like... Yeah, you're always like, oh, my God, this person from The Clone Wars comes into it, you need to watch it. And I'm like, yeah, but I haven't seen I haven't it. Seen so the I Clone can't, Wars. I can't yeah. appreciate it, but, yeah, you're right. It's probably the same thing, isn't it? But they are... It's all enjoyable in isolation as well. But, yeah, sometimes I think you can go a bit far with, like, fan service. Yeah. It can get annoying if you're not a prior fan to the series, but... It's, it's, there's yeah. that fine line to tread, isn't there? Because they do it, yeah. like, in the MCU as well. I feel like they've uh-huh. always done a they've always done a good job of if you've not watched all of the films, um, you can still understand the story. But then if you go and watch Infinity yeah. War and Endgame, which we'll get to, they do not hold your hand at all. It's like if you have not watched every single film up until this point, you've not got a clue what's going on, or some of it's going to go over of, your head. I kind of don't blame them though, because I think if if you're sitting down to watch Endgame or Infinity yeah, exactly, War and yeah. you haven't seen Marvel, then that's your fucking fault. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like at that point that's on you isn't it um yeah but whereas, you could be forgiven here, for not like, watching this is, all this of is the star the trek film. shows yeah, yeah 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 for sure but um it's still really enjoyable i enjoyed it more than i remember but i remember mm-hmm. when it came out i've seen i'd seen the first one recently because i don't mm-hmm. think i saw that when it came out i'd seen this, the mm-hmm. first one recently and i was like oh yeah there's a new the second Star Trek film's coming out and it's got Benedict Cumberbatch in it and I was like high on Sherlock hype mm, for Benedict mm-hmm. Cumberbatch so I was like yeah 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 it'd be really good and then I remember just like it feeling flat at the time mm, so I enjoyed it more yeah, this fair time enough. with yeah. with the knowledge that I've now gained I suppose yeah but it did feel it felt overly long as well and what then you think? yeah and then just wraps up really quickly. Like, yeah, I think the pacing's a touch off. Like Kirk dies, uh, spoilers, and then and then he's fine, and then yeah. and then Spock just goes <laughs> runs him down, and then yeah, they bring yeah. him back to life with the magic blood. And One it, like, thing the, sec- I really... the second he died, I was like, the ma- I remember the first time I was like, they're just going to use the magic blood, um, yeah, to bring him back. Yeah, it's like a bit of a get out of jail free card yeah. having that mechanic i mean you have the bit of the jeopardy if they've got to bring khan in alive and all this um mm-hmm. but yeah how did you feel about the gratuitous um underwear shot from alice eve could have done without it could have done just without a, it it's just, 
it's just not for anything, is it? Like, no, it's not for anything, and it feels like who is this for? Like, who is this for? I know who it's for. <laughs> pervy, pervy men. Yeah, and so they could put it in the trailer because I remember it was featured prominently in the trailer. That's how they're it, trying to sell it to people. It's like, look, Star Trek's sexy now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it's always been a little bit, little bit. Yeah. Um, oh God, it has. Yeah, with those, little, with those short skirts. Kirk you can't tell right. me they didn't know Womanizer. what they were doing. Original series. God, he was. He had his finger in all the pies. If you'll pardon the expression. <laughs> um, pardon the pun. And then there's also, I can't. I don't. I'm not going to mention the name, but there's a brief um, bit at the beginning from someone who has. Um, yeah. Has become a bit, bit uh, dodgy. Yeah, uh. a bit of a, bit of a prick. Which I knew, I knew was coming. I knew he was in one of these. I thought he was in the mm-hmm. third one, actually. <laughs> but um, no, he's not. To relief, he's just in this one because it's your least favourite. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, I knew. Yeah. I just had a feeling. Um, right, I've got two more facts for you. Oh, yeah, go, go, go. I'll start with a sad one and finish with a lighter one. Um, this is Len- Leonard Nimoy's final film role and by extension, his final time portraying Spock before his death in 2015. Mm. But one of the conditions, uh, one of his conditions to make his appearance in this film was for J.J. Abrams to make sure that coffee ice cream was available on set at all times because it's his favourite. Leonard Demoy is a man of simple pleasures. And I love he it. He knows what he likes. He does. I fucking love coffee ice cream, personally. Delicious. I can't say I've had it, but... It's good shit. I don't imagine you'd probably like it though. <laughs> no. Do you like coffee cake? No. Oh. No. Yeah, you wouldn't like it. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, I haven't had any coffee products in years because I've just, you know, maybe my taste has changed, but hmm. I just don't see myself. I don't like the smell of it. That's fair just, enough. No. No. Don't start because that once you start, you can't stop. It's like Pringles, isn't it? Like heroin. <laughs> say how you will but it is moorish yeah right should we give it a rating <laughs> yeah let's do it I say it's, it's okay ooh ooh that it gets a right. let's go Saldana from me okay okay, okay. Yeah. what's that okay. from also that, something that, else that, that just warms my heart about these films is like watching Simon Pegg because it was like his dream role to be in Star Trek when he was growing up as a huge fan. So every time I see him on screen, I just feel happy for him. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he must so just cute. be having the time of his life. Yeah, I think he is. He's adorable. Uh, right. That takes us on to the official Zoe Saldana ranking. Oh my God. Have you got a voice that you'd like me to use for my top five? Can you do it in Klingon? <laughs> no. I'm joking. Um, do it in your New York for Blood New Ties. New York. Or would you yeah. would you prefer French, seeing as we had a bit of a French film? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't I mean, had French like in a while. I feel like I've done New York a lot. You haven't butchered the the French language in in a while, so in a while. Crack on. In a while. I don't know. I, I did it this morning. I did this morning at the beginning of this episode. Yeah. With all the names that I've mispronounced. Um, uh. Okay. And I'll try and get the numbers right this time. The last time I did this in French, I got the numbers wrong. Okay. In that number, cinq. It is a, uh, I would say, the, the uh, losers. <laughs> <laughs> in that, uh, 
number cut or we uh -huh. have uh, for your uh, viewing pleasure <laughs> the uh, avatar <laughs> in the uh, trois position we mm -hmm. have um, uh, how you saying the uh, <laughs> the pirates of uh, Lee Caribbean <laughs> and the uh, curse of the yeah. blackbird. I've gone slightly. Uh, Why have you gone like Caribbean, Spanish or something? Curse of the black pearl. The curse of the black pearl. <laughs> In that day, oh you say, wait, 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 wait. Baguet. In that number two, we have um, avec the <laughs> Star Trek, and in that day, number one, we have. Uh, Le words. Wow, that was that was something perfection. That was what they call in the business a well-traveled accent. J'adore. J'adore. I j'adored it. Where are we gonna stick? Blood ties. Um. Oh, far down. Down, down, deeper, and down. I mean, it's not better than the terminal. It's not better than six it's... degrees. It's better than guess whom. Let's put it in above premium. But below the sceptic. Yeah. Blood because if ties. nothing else, at least the sceptic was short. Yes, yes. You know what I mean, love? I know what you're saying, I know what you're saying. Not fucking mean. Right, what are we going to put out of the furnace? It's got to be up there. Um, is it be better than get over it, for sure? Yeah, is it better than the losers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is oh, it, yeah. Is it better than Avatar? Yeah. Yeah. Is it better than yeah. Pirates of Caribbean? Ooh. Mm, I'll stick it I'll stick it right between I don't know. Potsy and um Avatar. Yeah, do it, love. Bloody well do it. Uh, get uh, it in there. Christian Christian, get out of that bloody furnace <laughs> Crikey. 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 And where we got bloody stick start treat in the darkness, son. I personally think it's after Avatar. After Avatar, but above losers. Yeah. Yeah, no. That's no. what I think. Zero worries on that front. Perfection. Okay, that's, that's our ranking. That takes us on then to. Zero man. Oh my God! Thanks for singing us in there, Tom. As usual, That's great no worries. job. No worries. Um, so this is our little mini game called Zoe or Monroe, where I give Tom three quotes by either Zoe Saldana or Marilyn Monroe, and he just has to guess who said which one. Well, easy. Well, easy, Stan. Is it but draw it's not again? Easy. Um, I think I'm winning by one. Okay, I'm. I'm not entirely sure what the score is. It depends what we episode might have to number clarify. we're on. Yeah, if we're on an even we'll number episode. I think it's a draw. If okay. we're in an odd, you're probably in the lead. Okay. I think right, I brought well, it back last week. I genuinely reckon you'll be fine this week because we're okay. clutching at straws. So, okay. right. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quote number one. I want to be in the small percentage of women who don't settle for conventional roles. You see, it's easy. It's a lot. I'm trying to take into account, you know, politics, viewpoints. Can I hear it again? I want to be in the small percentage of women who don't settle for conventional roles. Zoe Saldana. 
It was Zoe Saldana. Yeah. Well done. I, ne- I nearly went Marilyn there. Well, you would have been I held, wrong. I held my nerve. <laughs> right. Quote number two. It gets pretty boring when all you are is a support system for a male character. Support system. I'm going to say that's Zoe again. It's Zoe Saldana. And I find so, that one quite ironic considering she... She has been a support system so for a male yeah. character for but quite a while. But that's clearly why she said it. So, um, yeah. Anywho, well done. So support you've won, system, but do you want the bonus Support system one? gave her away. Um, yes, do you want please. The bonus quote, right? So... For the for the ego of it, quote number three. Physical roles give me a chance to learn something new. That's Zoe also. It's a triple Zoe. Yeah. Bang 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 bang. I knew you'd get it. Well done. That that was taken into my knowledge. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like Avatar's a physical role. You know, Mm -hmm. like Gamora. Gamora's a physical role. Colombiana. Colombiana. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Losers. She was a bit of an assassin, femme fatale in that, you know. Yeah. Mm. Damn straight. Well. Well that, done. I I think, I might be wrong on the score, but I think that's taken me ahead by one. Whatever the score may be at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. So, that leaves me just to tell you what we're watching next week. Tell us, Thomas. I shall. We're getting close. We're we're rocketing through. So next week we've got Infinitely Polar Bear. (laughs) Sounds like a fucking John Green novel. Rosemary's Baby and Guardians of the Galaxy. Ooh, Guardians next week. Yeah. You didn't know we were that close, did you? No, I didn't. That's a nice little um, little surprise. little surprise. So you'll be happy to know we've got a bit of horror next week. Yes, is that Rosemary's Baby? Yeah. Two-part yes. miniseries. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah. And I believe me. Infinitely Polar Bear has um, Mark Ruffalo in it. So I think it's well, going to be a good week next week. Yeah, nothing Ruffalo about it. <laughs> oh, rough. Rough about <laughs> I thought you were going for ruffle, like ruffle your feathers. And I was like, what? No, I was going for nothing rough or low about it. Right. I see, yeah. I see. Yes. Galaxy brain. Right. That's the end of the show. Thanks for listening, Thanks you for sexy listening. So if you've enjoyed, then please leave us a rating, a review on Apple Podcasts. Or alternatively, mm-hmm. if, you don't, if you listen to us somewhere else, tell your friends. Um, tell a stranger. Tell a loved one. I don't know why a loved one might not be a friend. I don't know. I'm sure there's yeah. some, some crossover there. If we were to do a Venn diagram of it, I'm sure mm, there'd yeah, be something for sure. in there. <laughs> what a weird tangent. Anyway, <laughs> do that. Uh, if you want to contact us, let us know what you thought of some of the films we talked about. Want to ask us some questions. Um, just want someone to talk to. Um, then you can do that. How can they do that, Emma? You could do that. Um, you could tweet us at on a roll pod. We love memes. You could follow us on Instagram at on a roll pod. Send us an email on a roll pod at gmail.com or check out our website on a roll pod.com. There's so many ways you could send us a nice compliment. So many ways. Um, <laughs> almost infinite. Almost um, too many. Uh, if you, yeah, so that's it. 
That's that's all we've got yeah. to tell you. Um, that's it. That's get it. Lost. Get out. <laughs> get, get away. Out. <laughs> so we'll see you next week. Um, yes. Where I'm sure I'll be scared shitless by a yeah, horror. Yeah, we can't wait for that. I, for one, <laughs> can. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> until next week, goodbye. Have a good one, lads. Goodbye. Bye. It's Bye. coming home. <laughs> Did I do that right? Yeah. Tell you what, I scored an absolute corker on Saturday. Um, yeah, Ukraine walked it, didn't they? Yeah. Right, well, anyway. Right, bye. Bye. (laughs) Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.